You are listening to the Cherished Companions podcast. I'm Caitlin, and I help you and your animals live the best life together. I use a mixture of modern training and holistic natural methods. On this podcast, we will talk everything animals and how we can consider our pet's body, mind, and soul. To look at our pets holistically and to treat behavioral issues with natural healing products and methods. This podcast is all about sharing our love and appreciation for the animals in our life. Today we will be talking about Reiki. So what exactly is Reiki? It's an ancient Japanese healing practice. It uses energy to heal along with breathing techniques and meditation. It creates an inner peace and relaxation that will then help whoever we're doing the Reiki on to heal and to become more balanced. So today I'm going to be talking about using Reiki to heal our dogs. Reiki has the power to soothe, heal, relax, and energize our dogs. So when we use Reiki on our dogs, what we're doing is we're placing our hands on specific locations of our dog's body while we're in a relaxed and calm state. So I'm going to be talking more about that and the locations where you can place your hands on your dog later on. But for now, I'm going to talk about what Reiki can do for our dogs. There are many benefits of Reiki and these benefits aren't always super obvious when Reiki is performed on our dogs, sometimes we can't even really tell that anything has happened. But over time, you can start to see the benefits and with more Reiki sessions, your dog can really improve in a lot of different areas and be more balanced in their life. So Reiki can help ease pain. So if your dog is in pain and gets one Reiki session, your dog will pain will ease and over time the pain if it's like arthritis or something that your dog consistently has pain not from a surgery that will go away the pain will ease and your dog will just be in more comfort in issues like that like arthritis reiki is something that will need to be ongoing and consistent in your dog just as if your dog was taking any sort of medications they kind of need to keep taking it it's not a one-time thing Reiki can also help boost your dog's immune system. So this is great just anytime your dog is feeling sick or it's getting the colder months or even just to keep your dog healthy. Even if your dog isn't sick, it's a great benefit to have your dog's immune system boosted in case your dog will come across anything. Reiki will also increase healing after surgery or after illness. So if your dog has is recovering from any type of surgery or any illness, Reiki can really help them heal quicker and make the process a lot easier. Reiki can remove emotional or psychological blocks. These kind of blocks are things that we might not even be aware of, but they can show as aggression or anxiety in our animals, and these blocks can be removed with Reiki, so therefore the aggression or the anxiety will also be removed. Reiki can also reduce stress, and we all know that long-term stress can cause a lot of physical and emotional illnesses, and those kind of illnesses can be really hard to heal if the stress is still there. So stress is a really great thing to reduce, and Reiki also promotes relaxation, so if your dog is anxious or a little uptight, they will become more relaxed. Reiki overall 
enhances well-being of your dog. Your dog just becomes more balanced, more confident, healthier. It also strengthens the bond between you and your dog if you are the one doing some of these Reiki techniques that I'm going to mention. It also corrects all imbalances in your dog. This often reduces any sort of issue, behavioral issue, or emotional issue, or training issue that you are having with your dog. So things like aggression, separation, anxiety, or anything that you're really having trouble with your dog, maybe recall or jumping, things like that. It creates more balance and it's easier for you to train your dog when your dog is in balance. So you can use Reiki after surgery or after illness. You can use Reiki before or after training sessions. You can use Reiki during or sorry, you can use Reiki before or after social socialization. You wouldn't really want to do it during. You can also use Reiki, just as an everyday practice, you could do it every night or every morning, even if it's just for two or three minutes, it doesn't have to be long. And you also don't need to be trained in Reiki to use some of the healing methods and to be able to perform some little techniques. You, you won't be channeling the Reiki if you're not trained in it and if you haven't been attuned to Reiki. But you can still do some of the techniques and the benefits will still come. The benefits won't be as strong as if you were trained in it, but it will definitely still help and it will really increase the bond between you and your dog. Of course, some of these techniques can be applied to cats. Not all cats will respond in the same way and not all dogs will respond in the same way either. Some dogs will not really like it at first. My dog Penny, when I first tried Reiki on her, she didn't really enjoy it. She got up, she walked away, and she didn't really want anything to do with it. Over time, I just kept doing it, and she realized that, hey, I like this. And she's not already not a very cuddly dog and a dog that likes to sit, but actually lately she's starting to become more of a dog that likes to sit with you and cuddle with you. And I think that this is because she is realizing that she's enjoying the Reiki and she's enjoying being close to me and it feels good. So I let her choose and decide when she wants to come and when she wants to leave, which is what you should do with your dog and especially cats. Don't force them into anything. Don't kind of force them down and say, no, no, now we're doing Reiki and you can't leave. We're doing this for five minutes. That just makes it more of a stressful time for you and your pet. So just let your pet come and go when they want. It might be for 20 seconds that you're going to do Reiki one day and one day you might be doing it for five minutes and maybe you'll be doing it for 10 seconds, 15 seconds every day for a week and then they'll fi finally let you do it for two minutes. Just build up and follow your dog or your cat and let them decide when you want to go for longer and when you want to stop. So when you are doing Reiki with your pet, you want to remove all your own hopes and wishes for the results of the Reiki session. So you want to, if you want to do Reiki on your pet to reduce aggression or anxiety, separation anxiety or something, 
before you start, you can't go into it thinking, this I'm going to solve this and this is going to happen and after I do this, my dog is going to act in this way. You have to remove all your hopes and wishes. So know and trust that the Reiki is going to work and that what you're doing is going to be beneficial for both you and your dog and remove all your hopes and wishes. You want to remain neutral and open you want to get in your most relaxed state, so you don't want to push or put anything onto your pet. When our dog or our cat is experiencing a problem, we have many emotional concerns and fears, and we kind of have a little bit of anxiety, and we want to get this solved, and we want to fix this, we want our dog to be happy, but we need to let all of these go, even if they are good thoughts and good intentions. We just need to let them go and just trust that whatever happens is going to be right for our pet. So we want to be in a peaceful, calm state. Then we want to see our dog as peaceful, calm, secure, and in a steady state. You want to see your dog as perfectly balanced. So our first job is to get ourself remaining peaceful and calm and releasing all hopes and expectations. Our second step is to see our dog in this peaceful and calm state. We want to see it in our mind and allow ourselves to believe that it has already happened. So even though our dog or our cat is anxious, stressed, aggressive, we want to see them as how they would be if they were balanced, if they were relaxed, if they were calm. Maybe remember back to the time that they were like that. So we want to see it, visualize it, imagine that our pet is already that way. Then we can set our intention and our intention is not to correct, correct these issues, our intention is to support our dog or our cat's healing process for whatever our dog or our cat is open to receive or nothing if they're not open. So again, we're letting our pet decide what they want to take and what they want to get out of this. We're not pushing or forcing anything on them. Healing happens, it's completely up to your dog's choice and how open your dog or your cat is. So just be aware that you can't push or force anything onto them. Maybe the first time you try, your pet is really confused and doesn't really know what's going on and you're, you're trying to do something good for your pet, but your pet's like, hey, this is weird, what are you doing? That's okay. That's just your first try and it's something that you're going to need to try again and again. So when you first try it, now that you know you can't kind of push anything onto your pet and you can't have expectations, you just need to let go and let what happens and what healing happens happen, the first thing you're going to want to try is to be at peace with your pet. So you can try this right now or you can come back to this and try it. It's kind of like a little meditation that involves your dog or your cat or you can even do this on rabbits, guinea pigs, mice, even on an aquarium tank. Any living being, you can do it with a plant. So sit in a comfortable position. Sit with your spine straight, your shoulders relaxed and your arms relaxed. Relax your neck and your jaw and all your facial muscles. Relax your entire body. Breathe deeply a few times. As you breathe, feel the ground beneath you. Feel connected to the earth. 
If your feet are touching the ground, feel the earth below your feet. It's solid. If you're sitting on the ground, feel the earth below you. It's solid. Take 10 deep breaths. Feel the air go in and out. With each breath in, feel it move through your whole body, from your feet to the top of your head. Feel the air move up each leg, up your body, up your arms, and up to your head. On each breath out, feel all fears, worries, and negativity leaving your body. With each breath out, see all fears, worries, leave your body. Feel them leave your body. And with each breath in, feel more stable and more secure. Sit with that feeling. Sit with the feeling of calm, relaxation, stability, and security. Once you feel yourself fully calm, bring your dog to your mind. Picture your dog. Invite your dog to join you in this calm, relaxing space. Picture your dog sitting beside you, even if your dog is in another room or outside or in another house. Just picture your dog with you. Picture your dog just as calm as you are, breathing in and breathing out all fears and worries. Breathe in and feel all the good things in your body. Feel the air move through your body. Be in this relaxing, calming space where all is perfect and all is balanced. Let go of your expectations and your thoughts and continue to breathe in the calm energy. Stay there with your dog in this calm, relaxing space for as long as you wish. So that's an activity or a kind of meditation that you can do with your dog or without your dog. But if you, one thing I like to do is to do this and have my dog be able to access me. So if I start and my dog isn't there or my cat isn't there, I just visualize my dog or my cat coming to me once I'm calm and I'm relaxed. And then when I open my eyes, sometimes my cat or my dog has actually physically come to me or come near me. And it's kind of neat to see that they are, they're picking up on your energy, your calm, your peaceful, relaxing energy. And they're, they're doing it with you in physically there with you. So when your dog joins you in this calm space, often they will yawn, take deep breaths or sighs, they'll fall asleep, they'll come sit close to you and they'll lay down next to you. Now you don't need to be touching your dog during this. Some dogs like to stay away, they, they can relax better when there's no physical contact, but they're still close to you, they're still absorbing this energy, they're still feeling the Reiki, they're still feeling good. Even if you aren't trained in Reiki, there are still some things that you can do at home on your own that will benefit you and your dog. So this is being one of them. Now we're going to talk a bit more physical things that you can do that is some more similar to Reiki. So 
If you do this meditation and get yourself in this state with your dog, if your dog is next to you, you can place your hands on some certain areas of your dog. When you place your hands, you want to keep your hands flat, your palms down, and your fingers and thumbs held straight and pressed together. You want to start at the neck area and then so place your hands around the neck area and then move down your dog's body and finish near the tail. You want to hold each hand position for several minutes or depending on your dog and how often you do this and how frequently you do it and how long your dog likes it, you can hold your hand position there for just two seconds or a second. But you want to hold it there, you want it to be slow, calm, steady, movements. You don't want anything quick or you want to keep this peaceful calm state that you've created through the meditation that you did before. So you're going to throughout this you're going to stay relaxed and calm and you're going to breathe deeply in and out. So you're not going to be talking to your dog or anything like that. You're just going to stay in this meditative state. And if your dog gets up in the middle of it and leaves or your cat, it's fine. That just means that they've had enough and you can come back and do it again another day. So some areas that you can touch your dog with your hands. So remember that your hands are flat and your palms down. Your fingers and thumbs are held straight and they're pressed together. So with your hands in these positions, you can touch certain areas of your dog or your cat. So we're going to go through those areas. There are five. You can place your hands on their shoulders. So side by side on your dog's shoulders. So this is at the base of their neck. So you hold both hands there just below the neck at the base of the shoulders on top of the shoulders and just hold them there and breathe in and breathe out. Hold them there for as long as feels good. You don't want to put a lot of pressure on just lightly hold them do what feels right how much pressure you feel like your dog or your cat wants and then you can also place your hands on the midsection of your pet so place hands side by side on your dog's belly if he's lying down or you can place one hand on the middle of the back and one hand on the stomach so the middle, kind of surrounding the middle section, or you can place one hand on either side of your dog's spine. So if your dog is sitting or standing, you would most likely put one hand on either side of the spine. And if your dog is laying down, you'll put your hands side by side on the belly. And then you can move to the lower back area. So you place your hands side by side on the dog's hind area near the base of the tail. So keep both hands side by side if your dog is lying down and if your dog is standing or sitting you can place them on either side of the spine. So it's the same as the midsection but you're moving to the lower back. So start with the shoulders, move to the midsection on either side of the spine and then move to the lower back on either side of the spine. 
and then you're going to do the back and the chest. So I already kind of mentioned this with the midsection. Place one hand gently on your dog's back between the shoulder blades and the other on the chest on the front. So you're kind of sandwiching your dog, the back and the chest. And then the head and the chest. One hand lightly on the top of the dog's head and one hand on the chest. So those are very calming areas and those areas you're hitting certain points that will really relax and even though you're not channeling Reiki you're still giving your dog some of the benefits that Reiki could give. Now you probably won't notice any obvious changes but your dog is still benefiting and over time your dog will benefit even more if you can get this up to a daily practice where it's just five quick areas you can do it for five minutes a day or even less if you do one minute each hold your hands for one minute on each section. So first, it could be a total of a 10 minute practice. First, you could take five minutes to get in this peaceful, relaxful state with your dog or your cat, and then do the hand positions for one minute each. That might be your ultimate goal at the end. For now, the first few times, it might just be for a 20 second or 30 second or one minute relaxation and then 10 seconds for each area. So build up, work up, go at the pace of your animal and the pace of what you feels right and what your anim animal feels right and you will both feel benefits from doing this on a daily basis. So that is our episode on Reiki and if you have any questions or you want to comment or anything at all just you can send me a message on Facebook, on Instagram, or just go to my website, www.cherishedcompanions.org, and from there you can get all my contact information and a lot of fun stuff and different services and products that I provide. I do provide Reiki sessions for $25 for your pet, so Reiki sessions can be done distantly and you don't need to have the animal physically there. I just need a picture and the name of your pet. So if you're interested in that then head on over to the site or send me a message and we can talk about that. I also want to remind you that I would really love to include pet owners and you on this podcast so if you have a story that you would like to share it can be a funny or silly quirk of you and your pet or your adoption story or any kind of fun thing that you do with your pet any routine anything that you think would be fun to share just let me know and you can visit you can send me a message again and I can direct you in the proper place or you can visit the website www.cherishedcompanions.org and you can click podcast and share your story and you'll find out there how to do that. So thanks for listening and I hope to see you again. I want to start bringing other pet owners and pet lovers and pet parents onto the podcast and I want you to share just a kind of fun or silly lovable story about your pet. It can be anything at all, anything that you want to share that just kind of expresses our love for animals and the pets in our lives.
So thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening to the Cherish Companions podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please find me on Instagram as Cherished Companions. I'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to come on the podcast to share your animal story, find my contact information in the show notes. All links will be in the show notes or just head over to www.cherishedcompanions.org for quick access to all our social media and contact information. Thanks again for listening and join me next week. Now, get out of here and spend some time with the animals you love. Bye!